Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. It's time for Barreled Up by Ball Cap Sports. Here's your, here's your, here's your host, Jim Wiley. Yamamoto is out there. We've heard a ton of teams that are going for him. Obviously, you want your Dodgers to go get him. I have seen the reports. The the It was the Washington, not Washington Post, LA Times talking about how the Dodgers, whether it is Yamamoto, uh, Otani, Sasaki, whenever he comes along, Come hell or high water, the Dodgers are going to get one of those Japanese players. How do you feel about Yamamoto? And it's almost a two-part question. Yamamoto? Otani? I can't imagine it's going to be both. How does this sort of line up for your team and just for what you're hearing around circles? Your feeling on Yamamoto getting posted and, and, and the chances for the Dodgers and where may, maybe where you maybe think he'll go. Yeah, so when it comes to Yamamoto, I think the first thing is, what is the top priority this offseason? We know that for the Dodgers, it's starting repitching. It's finding a way to rebuild that rotation. And Yamamoto, he has some of the best stuff that we've seen coming out of Japan. He's someone that's nasty. When you look at the numbers he's posted, three straight mm. seasons with a sub-two ERA. He has elite command. He's got that fork ball that would be nasty and play up in the show. Usually see Japanese pitchers, their strikeout rate will go up, right? A lot of Japanese hitters will really hit for more contact. I think there's no doubt about that. He has a chance to be great. He has a chance to be an all-star level pitcher. Is he a number one on a World Series contending team? I'm not ready to say that. I think he is a very high level two, possibly has starts where he pitches like a one, but it's the mystery box, right? It's like that episode of Family Guy, right, where Peter goes in there and they offer him the boat, right? And he's like, a boat's a boat, but give me something in the mystery box, right? We've never seen him pitch. And I think that's yeah. part of the intrigue. Is he going to be the new Pedro Martinez, right? Someone five foot ten dominates in the show. You look at the history of Japanese pitchers in this organization. The first MLB Japanese pitching all-star was Hideo Nomo back in 1995, all the way to Kent Maeda, Hiroki Kuroda. And I asked Andrew Freeman, the Dodgers president of baseball operations last week, when are you going to get back into that Japanese market? Because we haven't had a Japanese pitcher in L.A. for quite mm-hmm. some time. And he said, mm-hmm. look, the way they're developing pitchers over there, it's so impressive. He said, you have two coming out this year, right, in Yamamoto and Imanaga. But he also said there's more on the way. That was almost a little indication kind of reading into that, Jim, that maybe it's something where, oh, we want Roki Sasaki down the line, right? So maybe you get Otani now, you get o- you get to Sasaki later, and that's how you fortify that rotation. But, yeah, look, if yep. you miss out on Otani, I think that you 
for sure have to go in on Yamamoto. Here's something, too. He's 25 years old. And what I was told a few weeks ago from a source is that the reason why the Dodgers would be willing to go eight or nine years, which would be a record for a player that's never pitched an inning in the show, is because you are getting him at his prime, at 25 years of age. So that's why you'd be willing to shell out that kind of money. And on top of that, there's a world where you include an opt-out in that deal where he mm-hmm. opts out maybe at the age of 30. So you really get out of that contract. And you still get him for his prime year. So I would love the idea of Yamamoto on the Dodgers. Hey, it's not my money. Let's just get them both. There's one element here that I think is the sticking point to uh, to the Japanese players and and the teams that they are that they are coming to, that they are choosing, because he's going to be able to select his team. There are going to be offers on the table. He's going to be able to choose it based on money, based on location, based on winning opportunities, based on who's already on the roster. And I've been saying it constantly on the live stream, and I would be remiss if I didn't bring it up and and and, and get your thoughts on this, or just you know have have a back and forth with you on this on this thought. Is that when Shohei Otani came to the states, he made it clear he did not want to play on a team that had a Japanese star already. There is a respect element to that. It is something that is cultural. It is not an ego thing. It is a respect thing. So when you look at the Mets, you've got Kodai Senga. Even though Kodai Senga is trying to recruit Yamamoto. The Red Sox have Masataka Yoshida. Word is their friends, but there are all the Chicago Cubs have Seiya Suzuki. There's also the element of, is there a Japanese player that is sort of a historical figurehead for that franchise? And with Seattle, you've got Ichiro. And while the Yankees do not have anybody right now, they do have two with, with Tanaka and Matsui. So you, I start when I start thinking about where do I think Otani will go? Where do I think Yamamoto will go? Because those are the two on everybody's mind. I start trying to find the cleanest path to where I don't already have a Japanese player and I don't have a significant figurehead. So I've got Yamamoto. I see a, a straight, clear path to the Giants, which I think would 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 sting and that would hurt. But there's no Japanese player there now, and there's no Japanese figurehead that is of historical significance that ever played for the Giants. But I like you guys to get Otani, despite. So I, I'm kind of just spitting in my own wind because, you know, historically, and maybe you could clean this up, Hideo Nomo, that was massive at the time. But that was, you know, it, it, it's been a long time since that that period when, when Hideo Nomo was there. I don't know if that is still significant or not. But I think Otani's going to make the choice based on winning. He went to the Angels. He made the decision to go somewhere where there wasn't a Japanese star. It kind of burned him. So maybe he does. Maybe Otani does not think about that. But for Yamamoto's purposes, we'll stay focused. We're going to circle back to Otani in a minute. I think that there may be some trouble if you're Boston. Because I think the five that we think about for Yamamoto are the the two New York teams, Mets, Yankees. You've got Giants-Dodgers. And the Red Sox are in there as well. If I were to give you a top five, it would be those five in however order we want to rank them. Do you see a world where, I mean, do you really see a world where Yamamoto and Otani could happen for the Dodgers? Because priorities have to be lined up here. Do you see a world where you could get both? 
look, you can never rule out the Los Angeles Dodgers. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Is it likely? No. I think if you get Shohei Otani, you really focus on some of those other starting pitchers that are available that you could get at maybe a cheaper rate, someone like a Jordan Montgomery, potentially someone like that. I think yeah. Blake Snell is someone who, after seeing the NOLA deal, is absolutely going to sign a deal worth north of $200 million. You mentioned the San Francisco Giants. I think they're absolutely going to factor into this offseason. You look mm-hmm. at Masanori Murakami, the first Japanese player ever to pitch in the big leagues back in the 60s. That was with the Giants. So you have mm-hmm. some heritage there. Now, as far as this whole situation where Japanese players not signing with the same team, not being on the same team, you mentioned Kodai Senga actually went to the front office of the Mets and push for them to go out there and try to sign Yamamoto. Mm-hmm. Really, only they can know. I mean, it could be yep. as clear-cut as it's not even an option. It's not even a talking point because it's cultural, right? It's a part yep. of their customs. It's either they are or they're not. It's not something where there's wiggle room right now where you're kind of having the conversation. At this point, we know already if there's even a possibility they would sign with the same team. Now, I think really the big question for the Dodgers is, is are they in a situation where Okay, Yamamoto would be willing to sign with L.A. You've heard that he likes the West Coast. The Dodgers are always going to be a marquee franchise for Japanese players, right? And then you got the Cubs and possibly the Rangers, the Red Sox, and the Giants out there offering Shohei Otani $500-plus million, right? Are the Dodgers in a situation where they're just giving Otani the blank check, right? Are they going to back up an entire fleet of Brinks trucks? Or if they get an indication that Yamamoto would be willing to sign with them, Do you go out there and say, okay, let's get a Yamamoto and a Blake Snell, right? Let's spread that money out, right? Let's instead of getting $1, let's get four quarters. Instead of a Bugatti, let's get three Ferraris, right? I mean, do you go that route knowing Mm -hmm. that last season, Jim, this is an offense that scored 906 runs. That was the most ever for any team in Los Angeles Dodgers history, right? And then you still got Freddie, you still got Mookie, you still got Will Smith, Max Muncy, you can explore trades possibly for a known Arenado if he becomes available at the deadline potentially. You can look at mm-hmm. one of the big free agent bats. I mean, you got Chapman. You could sure if they're base at that position. I don't see that as likely. Cody Bellinger, I don't see a reunion as likely. So there's not very many impact bats. But if you don't get Shohei Otani, yeah. you could easily go out there and fortify this rotation with multiple free agent signings and then save some of that prospect capital to go out there and get an impact bat during the season. Another thing, too, we've heard that the White Sox are open for business, right? That they're listening to offers for all players. Well, if they're truly doing that, that means Roberts. That means Cease is available. Do you go out there and pull off a blockbuster deal for those two guys, and then you fortify your rotation, and you add another impact bat? So, look, if you can get Otani, let's be honest here. This is That's an investment. That's an investment. I mean, you've seen reports out there that before he even plays a game, as, as far as his cleats hit the dirt, He's making $70 million as far as sponsorship and marketing opportunities. And you combine his star power with the Los Angeles Dodgers brand, mm-hmm. they're going to be printing money, right? Yep. Even it's not, I see people out there, oh, the ticket prices, the Michelada, the parking. I've said that for a while, but really they stand to benefit from that. And the reality is still as a top elite hitter, he's worth the price. Yeah. 